Welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Jay Kumar, Editor-in-Chief of EHS Daily Advisor. This week, I talked to Dan Corcoran of Columbia Southern University about CSU's new Doctor of Occupational Safety and Health program. This episode is sponsored by Columbia Southern University. Columbia Southern University is dedicated to advancing the safety profession through education. Our newest safety degree program, the Doctor of Occupational Safety and Health, gives you the opportunity to capitalize on years of experience while making lasting contributions in the field of safety. Visit columbiasouthern.edu OSH to learn more. And now, on to the interview. I'm joined today by Dan Corcoran of Columbia Southern University. Welcome to the program, Dan. Hi, thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, and before we get started, we're, we're going to talk about the uh, Doctor of Occupational Safety and Health program at CSU. But before we do that, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at CSU. Yeah, sure, I could do that. Um, I'm Dan Corcoran. Um, I'm the Academic Program Director for Environmental Management and Occupational Safety and Health Programs at Columbia Southern University. And um, I am really involved with all of the things that go on behind the scene when it comes to OSH and environmental management, Um, everything from um, working with faculty on curriculum and curriculum, making curriculum decisions, um, the course writing process, as far as the academic side, we also have an uh, instructional design side that, that help out with the course writing process. We pair up a course writer with an instructional designer and they work together to, to put together the course. Um, what else? Uh, hiring, I hire faculty. And right now we have like 75 faculty on, you know, between the two programs. So primarily, occupational safety and health faculty. Um, And I work in assessment, you know, when it comes to assessing our programs to make sure they're doing the things that we claim they're doing when it comes to student learning. Uh, Those are just uh, kind of a handful of things that that I deal with on at least a weekly basis, probably each one of those, uh, except hiring is, you know, it kind of comes in spurts. Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of like, Overall, in a nutshell, what I do. You're a, bu- you're a busy man. Yeah, sometimes I'm really busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if you could tell me uh, how the the uh, Doctor of Occupational Safety and Health program got started at CSU. Yeah, sure. Uh, as you know, we have bachelor's and master's programs in occupational safety and health, and we've had them you know, for you know, since going back to the beginning of time at CSU, which was about 30 years ago. And it's been one of the driving forces uh, behind our overall program mix at CSU over the last few decades. And it's a really big program. Um, it's one of the biggest programs we have at Columbia Southern. And basically, um, with the bachelor's and master's programs, we have a lot of master's students who are very loyal to CSU, very dedicated. They like what we do. They like the way we do it. And they and, and they also like, you know, the, the fact that our tuition is uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. And so 
over the years, we have, you know, every time I go to a conference, um, every time our outreach people go to a conference, which is like, that's what they do. That's their, that's their lives. That's their jobs. Um, we constantly have students and have had students over the last decade come up and ask, when are you guys going to start a doctoral program? Mm. And it, that's just been constant, you know, uh, I can if I go to a, a conference, I, I usually don't have time to I can go to the conferences for, you know, all of the days the conference is held. Mm-hmm. I might go for a day or two, but I'll usually have five people ask me that question um, in just the wow. day or so that I'm, I'm helping out at the booth. So um, so we've been talking about it for a long time. Um, we are focused for a good, you know, for over the past 10 years, we've been fo- really focused on um, our regional accreditation. Uh, with the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. And so that's where our main focus has been. And we were talking about it, oh, I would say about seven years ago. We were really getting serious about this possibility. And, uh, but then our focus had to be on accreditation. So um, we set it aside, we'll do it later. And so anyway, we finally got to the point in time where we could sit down and make a decision about this, and we decided to move forward with it. It's a very big undertaking. It requires that we have a lot of resources um, that you know we wouldn't necessarily otherwise have to have, but we already did have quite a few of the resources that we needed. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of how it got started. We just, you know, we had to wait for the right time, and the right time finally came along, and there was a there was a opening <laughs> where we could kind of fit that in, and mm-hmm. uh, so we start. So we went to work on it. How long has it been uh, uh, actually active? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> it just we just opened it up in April. Okay. In April. So. Um, so what does the I guess what's the difference between uh, you know sort of the doctoral program and you know the master's program like what you know what kind of additional training do you get uh, in occupational safety? Um, well, the difference really is that the focus of this doctoral degree is it's it's still on the practitioner. It's a practitioner's doctorate. And, um, you know, it's not a PhD. It's uh, focused for on p- people who are at a high level in their organization and they want to continue to grow and that kind of thing. But um, the difference between the master's degree and the doctorate degree, I think, is the doctorate degree just focuses a lot more on research. Um, a number of the courses, you know, for instance, the, uh, the general occupational safety overview course, it focuses on the research behind what we do, what we do. So students are required to actually go into the research. There's a textbook, but they're actually, they're required to go into the research and look at it and do their best to interpret it. You know, the first class, you know, sometimes not a lot of people really understand research and how it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they give their best shot, right? <laughs> you know, we got to give them some flexibility, you know, in that first class, but right. um but the general OSH courses like that, the industrial hygiene courses like that, the ergonomics courses like that, um, 
and uh, there's a special industries course in, in, in case you wanted to focus on maritime or construction or something like that. You can focus in on your own your own favorite um, um, industry and and it's research focused as well, where the student has to go out and find research in maritime issues, for instance, you know, and they have to read and by then, by the time they get to the special industries course they're they are. Um, um, they've been through a number of research methods courses and, and whatnot, so they should have, we hope that they'll have a better handle on it by then. Uh, but um, so that's the main difference. So they're just being um, given a different set of tools. You know, mm -hmm. they have this, this new set of tools, um, you know, statistical analysis, um, qualitative analysis, you know, they, they have the, they're, they're being provided this new set of tools um, to gain knowledge about uh, their their jobs and what they do. Uh, are there uh, a lot of other DOSH programs out there uh, in in other you know across the country? Um, not specifically doctor of uh, doctor of OSH programs. No, mm -hmm. we're the only one. Oh, wow. um, yeah, we fashioned ours after kind of like you know the the DBA in business. You mm -hmm. get a PhD in business, or you can choose to do a DBA. And the DBA is more practitioner focused. Um, there's opportunities there to to do projects instead of dissertations, and and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like the DBA or the Doctorate of Health Sciences. Um, you know, that's not a PhD. You know, and the, the doctoral dissertation slash project is isn't you know at as high of a level as you would expect out of a PhD program. So um, we decided to go that route. You know, for one thing, it it aligned better with what we were doing um, with our other programs because we had a DBA. Mm -hmm. uh, so that um, it solved a lot of problems for us as far as that resources issue goes. Um, uh, so you know, because we're doing we're doing things the way a lot a lot of things the same way that the DBA um, program is set up, and so we can rely on their resources. We can you know uh, rely on things that they have in place um, as far as providing infrastructure for the program, you know, and that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, we're the we're the only doctor of occupational safety and health program that I'm aware of. Um, what are your you know, given that the program just launched, uh, you know, what are your sort of initial goals uh, for the program? I guess my initial goals for the program is just to help students earn their terminal degree. You know, I'm there for them. I I really want wanted i've been wanting for a long time to provide this opportunity for them and um so my goal is to be there for them and to do everything i possibly can to help them succeed so you know i want to i want to see all of our students get through the program if possible i mean that's not very typical for a doctoral program but um you know um I just I want to see a real high success rate. That's my goal mm -hmm. to see our people succeed. How many students are in the program right now? Oh, uh, I haven't checked for a while. Um, I think 50, 60 ish, something mm -hmm. like that right now. And what kinds of jobs, you know, would they move into, uh, you know, with a degree like this? 
You know, I don't know if they would necessarily move into a uh, a new job, but it might give them an opportunity for promotion. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess you've obviously been doing this for a while. How have you seen the need for occupational safety and health expertise grow over the years? Um, well, you know, I mean, the workplace is very complex and it's getting more and more complex all the time. We have a lot of new things going on, a lot of emerging issues, um, autonomous equipment and, you know, automated equipment. And, yeah, you know, I mean, it just, you know, there's just all sorts of things that are entering the workforce now that require new knowledge. I mean, we already have to know everything to start with, right? I mean, safety people. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got industrial hygiene, you got contractor yeah. issues, you got machine guarding, you got overhead lifting, you got welding, you got, you know, I mean, you already have to know about all those things, everything there is to know about, you know, and the workplace just keeps getting more and more complex. So I think that uh, this here is just um, that, that, there is a need there is a need for continued education and training and there always will be in safety and health because it's just such a such a a broad spectrum field of study um we got to know a little bit about everything uh, are you seeing uh company leadership now sort of paying not so much paying more attention but you know uh folks in occupational safety carrying more weight, holding more weight in companies just because of, you know, the importance of what they do as opposed to maybe, you know, 20, 30 years ago? Yeah, I think I, I've seen that through my career. Mm -hmm. um, you know, starting, you know, I started as a compliance officer way back when with OSHA, with Federal OSHA, Nebraska mm -hmm. of all places. And, um, you know, most occupational safety and health back then, back uh, in the Stone Age, <laughs> um, was very compliance focused. It's like, what is safety? It's doing what OSHA wants us to do and getting away with what we can, you know. And, and that was kind of, you know, what it was back then. Not in every case, you know. I mean, yeah. there were there were, you know, exemplary organizations that you'd run into back back in the day. But um, as time has gone on, I think that that uh, occupational safety and health has grown. Um, organizations understand the importance of being socially responsible and, you know, creating workforces that they're, that they're, you know, people will, uh, will be safe and healthy. And um, so I think as time ha has gone on, um, I've seen, you know, more and more of that. And I, I run across fewer just compliance focused folks out there. And, you know, just from a, a worker standpoint, um, you know, do you see like workers have more of a, you know, they're more concerned about, you know, going home safe, you know, maybe that maybe, you know, older generations would kind of just, you know, we need the job, you know, just, I'll put up whatever, whatever they throw at me. But folks now, you know, they're, they they want to know that they're, you know, their company's doing everything they can to keep them safe, right? Right, right. I think, you know, that ties into a lot of things with like organizational um, dynamics and whatnot and organizational psychology, you know, um, people like to work for employers that care about them and, and you know, um, 
they're just going to be more satisfied with their job if their job is safe, if they don't have to worry about losing a hand every day. And, you know, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. And, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, do you, do you think that by launching this program, the DOSH program, do you feel, uh, other uh, institutions will follow suit and you might see some more pop up across the country at some point? It's a possibility. Um, it's a possibility. I think that we're going to be very successful and folks might um, catch on to that and decide mm. to, you know, step in and, and compete, you know? Um, I mean, that, that, that's a possibility. Uh, right now though, I think most institutions uh, want to pursue either a PhD or a doctorate of science or something mm -hmm. like that. That is, you know, one of the more academically heavy types mm -hmm. of programs. Um, that's where you know, most of the conversations I have, you know, um, academics seem to have, you know, towards you know the academic program. I think that if people go in general, you know, general workers and, and, and whatnot. I think that they kind of like the practitioner focused uh, degrees. I've worked for a few universities over the years and I noticed that, you know, people enroll like in their EDD programs are, you know, I mean, they, they, there's like a lot more people enrolled in the EDD program than there is their doctorate in, or their PhD in education. And mm -hmm. um, same with DBA versus PhD, folks go for the DBA because not everybody wants to be an academic working at a brick and mortar institution doing research. Um, they want their doctorate, they want to pursue their education, they want their terminal degree. Um, and some of them just want to be called doctor someday, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and, it'll, and this will take them there um, without you know, a bunch of superfluous training that they won't be able to apply in their real lives. Yeah, and you're kind of forging new new territory here, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes people have an issue with that, but you know, I mean um somebody's gotta do it. Somebody's gotta do it. Somebody's gotta blaze a trail, right? That's right. That's right. Uh well uh well Dan, thank you so much for uh for joining me today. This has been uh, this has been great. Yeah, that's nice talk to you, Jay. All right. That wraps up episode 179 of EHS on Tap. Thanks again to Columbia Southern University for sponsoring the episode. You can find more information about the show and listen to on-demand episodes at ehsdailyadvisor.blr.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time.